Hello, and welcome back to the podcast of Brandon Epstein. Now, it's been a minute since I released anything on here, so let me just start off by saying the content of this podcast is going to change slightly, and that's mainly because all of my guided meditations will now be hosted on my meditation app. So if you want to check that out, it's available on iOS, so if you have an iPhone or iPad, or on the Google Play Store. So if you have a Android, it's available there too. The app is called uh, B app. So it's just B-E colon and then learn to live in the present. And I'll link that up in the show notes as well for both stores. So if you want meditations, that's where you can get those. But here in the podcast, I want to start to have more of a casual conversation around why we do meditation and why we practice mindfulness and what we can get from these practices and why they're worth doing. So I want to bring this way, way, way back to where it all really started for me. My first introduction to meditation, mindfulness, and and that was when I was around 18 years old. Uh, I was playing college football and during that time, I was not playing very well, and I wanted to get on the football field, so I started to look for different ways to improve my performance, and so I started looking at nutrition and getting stronger, weightlifting, all that good stuff, and then I stumbled upon my mentor, uh, Clay Kelleher, shout out Clay, and um, he started to teach me a little bit about my mind. He started to teach me that I could manipulate the way I felt, um, the what he, I can ma- manipulate the world around me, and I can do so by training my mind. And that was through mindfulness training, uh, different types of meditation training, and also through energy training. So I started going deep down this rabbit hole and got super curious and learned a bunch of stuff and went on and had a really successful uh, season that upcoming year. We actually went on and uh, started for my football team and... Uh, the, all the energy training got me into healing, so I was actually working with our my teammates as a healer at the time, and my coach absolutely hated this because he thought I was the biggest weirdo. I was already wearing tie-dye, so I was barking up the wrong tree there, <laughs> and then beyond that, I started uh, working with different people. They would come to me and say, hey, will you heal me? And um, at the end of the day, we're all energy, so if you can move energy around, you can pull out toxic energy and put in healing energy, then you can't have an impact, especially with pain management. So I was doing that at the time, and that led me down this rabbit hole even further of, okay, if I can do these things, if I heal people, if I could get better at football, well, what else is, is possible? And so I started taking these meditations and putting my own twist on them and started applying them to different things like weightlifting and stress management and dealing with anxiety and all these things that all of us have to deal with all the time. And so this was um, about 11, oh, 10 years ago now. This is back in 2009. And during that time, I started to bring this into an academic setting. And I was uh, granted a, I was given, or I applied for, and I was granted a uh, fellowship where I got to study how my guided meditations would help people improve their strength performance, decrease stress, decrease anxiety, and a whole host of other positive benefits I hope to see within these people. And so 
I started to do that and that was fun and I was excited. I was seeing people get results and uh, I thought that was cool. I like the practitioner part of it. Uh, never been one for math or science, so I did not love the whole statistics side of doing the second half of running a study. So I realized, you know what, I don't think I want to be in this academic setting where I have to take the joy out of the stuff that I love to do. So when I graduated college, I just started doing this stuff myself. I started uh, creating meditation apps and I don't have those anymore. I just have the one that I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, but at the time I did. um, And I started to teach meditation to anyone who wanted to learn meditation from me. And uh, over the last 10 years or so, I've continued to learn more and more and uh, learned different things like neurolinguistic programming and hypnosis and um, how to brainwave train in alpha brainwaves, theta, delta, um, learn many different modalities. And so I just saw all this stuff as fun and I had a really intense curiosity for it. So um, I continue to go down this path, but we all have subconscious beliefs that hold us back from being the greatest version of ourselves. And in my early 20s, I ran into a little bit of a plateau where I was like, okay, well, it doesn't seem like people want to listen to me. <laughs> and really what was going on was I had my own subconscious programs that were running. Uh, because if you know this, or whether you don't, this might be interesting for you here, but most of our programming happens between the ages of zero and six years old. So that subconscious that controls a lot of our actions is actually not even something that we're programmed. It's kind of something that's been hypnotized into us by our environment at a young age. And even if you have a great childhood, which I did for the most part, um, if you go through trauma, which I definitely did, um, even just once or twice or a few times, like those traumas and, and different things you pick up from your parents, they end up being programmed deeply into your subconscious and create limiting beliefs. And I would say that is largely responsible for why most people don't create the world, the reality that they want for themselves. It's why they don't live a life where they're aligned with their purpose. It's why they're not stoked to wake up every day and do what they do because somewhere along the lines in their life, uh, there was a subconscious belief put in that said that they weren't good enough. And so whether they consciously know it or not, they listen to it. And if that's you, I want you to know that's okay. Because that is what this content is all about. That is the nature of what all the content that I'm doing on YouTube, here on the podcast, in the meditation app. I'll talk about it on Instagram a little bit. Not the best place for me to talk about that stuff, but um, I'm putting it everywhere I can. And the reason being is because I feel so passionate about this topic because I'd gone through some of my own traumas at a young age. And when I learned this meditation modality, it's called a uh, core wound meditation. When I learned this and I went through it for myself and I was able to process my own core wound, I was able to start to feel like I found my voice and start to feel like, okay, I think I'm feeling more worthy of myself and, and what I want to create in this world. And so when that happened, I went from feeling a little bit uh, out of control to feeling a little bit more confidence. And this was in my you know early to mid 20s. And that's where I said, okay, you know what, if I'm going to do this meditation stuff, I'm going to teach people all this stuff. I want to do it from a place of strength. And I want to build a business that's going to fund my life because no one likes those <laughs> coaches, you know, in 
with air quotes coaches who say, hey, you know what? I'm going to help you solve all your life's problems, but I can't even afford to pay my own bills, which is unfortunately the case for a lot of coaches out there. Um, they're just selling people on coaching them when, you know, unfortunately they have a lot of issues they still need to sort out for themselves. So I personally, before I really went deep into this, I wanted to be in a place where I knew how to run a business. I had enough money to support myself. I had my health down. I had good relationships. And really, I figured out that alignment with my spiritual path. And so now, here I am. I feel like the time is now. I've grown a successful business. I have a good reach through my company, Jump Rope Dudes. And now I get to come back home again to where I do my work that I believe I was put on this plan to do. So if you're still listening, thank you for your presence, your attention, and my intention through this medium and all the places I'm going to be putting content on is to support you and give you tools, actionable tools that you can use in your own life to rid yourself of some of these negative subconscious beliefs so you can start to fly, so you can start to create everything you've ever wanted, and maybe even before that discover what that might be because many of us many of us just go into autopilot mode once we you know find something that works okay this is going to pay the bills this gets the job done at least i can you know party in the weekends or i can find some way to blow off steam at one point or another um this will work i'm going to at least survive and that's okay like that's definitely a life path that a lot of people choose and that's cool and this podcast is not for those people. It's not for the people who want to keep going on autopilot. This podcast and the content I'm going to be putting out is for the people who are curious about finding out what gift that they have. Because I believe that everyone has a unique gift. And so this uh, content is going to be all about helping you uncover what your unique gift is. And if you already know it, also help you cultivate it. So... This is going to be a fun process, and I really look forward to being on this journey with you. And every week, my intention is to share some insights from my own life, uh, my experience that I think are going to benefit you. So this week to start, I want to take you on a little bit of a journey with me. I just want to do some storytelling, actually. Um, So what... I've been putting out content under my myself, my personal brand for around a year and a half now. And what's triggered me to reemerge now in a much greater way, in a much more, um, how do I say, place of stability and, and knowing of what my intention is behind this, is an experience I had, now it's only been about six or seven weeks ago. I believe it was June 6th. So today is... Uh, July 16th, I believe. So yeah, somewhere in there. Um, And I had an experience with something called 5-MeO-DMT. And this is sourced from something called the Bufo Toad. Bufo Alivaris Toad. So if you heard of that, um, you probably know what it is. But I'm going to tell you anyway, because a lot of people have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) And so what this this toad is it's this toad down in the Sonora Desert in Mexico and about 10 months out of the year it's hibernating and two months out of the year it comes out and it's nocturnal so it comes out at night 
And if you pick up one of these toads, it has this um, chemical in its back. And if you just squeeze its back, it's kind of like a soft back. It doesn't hurt the toad at all. You can squeeze out this uh, chemical called 5-MeO-DMT. If you turn that into a powder, you can smoke it. Why would you want to do that? Well, the experience of smoking uh, this 5-MeO-DMT brings you through, I mean, everyone has a different experience. So let me say that. My experience is different than everyone else's experience because every single person has a different experience. It's not like something with alcohol where, you know, people have pretty similar experiences where someone might have a beer, one person gets happy, one person gets angry, you know, but it's pretty streamlined. It's like, okay, if this person's generally happy, they're going to like be a happy drunk. And if if this person's generally angry, they're going to be kind of pissed off once they drink too much. Um, The Bufo 5-MeO DMT uh, is quite a bit different. It's a medicine and it gives you as an individual exactly what you need. And so I've had uh, quite a bit of experience with psychedelics, things from LSD to uh, psilocybin, you know, magic mushrooms, Um, definitely been a marijuana consumer in the past. Um, So yeah, I've barked up this tree before. I've even done a couple ayahuasca ceremonies, if you've heard of ayahuasca done that down in uh during my time living in Colombia, and so i went in and told uh the shaman before i had this ceremony i said hey listen i've done uh, ayahuasca a couple times and it wasn't a really profound experience for me so just give me the big dose you know give me that god dose and she she asked everyone beforehand she was like who was the person who wanted like a ton of this uh bufo and i was like oh yeah that, that was me not really knowing what I was getting myself into fully. Um, really, the reason why I do these things is just to peel back a layer of my ego because I know that my ego is the main thing that holds me back from not just achieving things in the physical world, but just being happy and at peace and being able to be in the present moment and not need to be anywhere else. And so I was going into this experience with the intention of peeling back some ego. Um, I got a lot more than I bargained for. And uh, at the time recording this, remember, uh, I don't think anything is finalized. When I share an experience, this is my experience right now. Maybe in a month will be different. Maybe in a year will be different. But these are the things that have happened. And then I'll share, you know, my life changes I've made so far. And then where we go from there, um, two years from now, or my life change is going to be permanent or am I going to be doing the same things? I don't know. But what I do know is I was able to make a quantum shift in my energy through this experience. And so it was very profound for me. It was the hardest thing I've ever been through in my life and also the most beautiful at the same time. So it's weird, right? I guess that's probably something like I'll never experience, but maybe it's like childbirth, right? So hard, but so beautiful. Okay, so the Bufo. This experience usually only lasts about usually only lasts about fifteen minutes. Um, but when I smoked the Bufo, I told her, you know, I need the God dose. So she actually made me smoke it twice. So I was coming back out of it, and she made me smoke it a second time. And all of it kind of ran together because you lose state of what your conscious experience is, and you really realize how 
delicate your conscious experience is. And you, you know, we all walk around every day. We're like, oh, this is me. You know, I have this identity and I know who I am and I'm a person and I'm my physical body. And when you have experience like this, it just flushes all that down the toilet. <laughs> you really lose all sense of thinking that you know what the hell this experience on earth is. Because as I smoked this uh, 5-MeO DMT, the experience was laying back slowly with my eyes closed and then feeling myself fall away into nothing. My body disappeared. My emotions disappeared. My sense of self disappeared. Everything was gone. And I was left in the nothingness. And when you're in the nothing, the void, I think a lot of people call it, um, doesn't feel bad or good. Time doesn't exist. I could have been there hours or years. It would all have been the same to me. You you start to realize all these illusions that we live with um, in our day-to-day reality. And I realized um, that definitely coming out of this experience because when I was there, Time didn't exist. Places didn't exist. My body didn't exist. It was just nothing. And it's impossible, I know, to hear that if you haven't had this experience and have any idea what the hell I'm talking about. But uh, you just lose your sense of self. You know, you lose your sense of self completely. And when I was coming back from being in the void, being in the nothingness, experiencing that ego death is what they call it, um, I was coming back and I got trapped in this place called the... People call it being trapped in the veil. And during that experience, it was just the colors of red and black. And I could smell something. And I felt the the presence of ancestors and spirits. And I'm a really rational person. So I say all this, just this is my experience that I had. Um, I've never seen ghosts. I've never, you know, I didn't actually see anything there. I felt the presence. So whatever that means, right? And... I just felt like I was being exposed to this universal knowledge and wisdom that has been known for thousands and thousands of years. And I was waking up to the nature of the real reality. Because when we talk about the Matrix and that movie, um, experiences like this really show you that that's not just a movie. That's what most people are living in. And you get exposed to, oh, wow. So there's other dimensions that reality is existing in. And the only one that I process every day is what I can consume through my smell, taste, sight, sound, touch. And that's such a narrow experience of what the nature of reality could be. But that's what the human experience is. Right. I mean, let's think about other animals, you know, bats, they use way different. They use, uh, they're blind. So how do they, how they fly? They have their extrasensory perception that allows them to do so. Or, you know, dolphins or whales, dolphins using sonar, like there's a lot else out there. And I think we put our head down, we put our heads down and we go through our day-to-day reality and we we don't even think that there could be anything else out there that could be perceived. And um, I just guess I feel very grateful and fortunate I got to have this experience because 
once you start tapping into this and you go through these experiences, you begin to wake up, not just to, hey, there's this other reality um, and that you should be questioning the nature of what you think your reality is, but this stuff can actually make your life better. Because once you understand the rules to the game, what consciousness is, what our conscious experience is, where we get our programming from, you can begin to change it. You can begin to align yourself in the life that is purpose-driven, that makes you feel excited every day. And to connect the dots for you, that's, that's really my intention now because I've kind of come back from this place and this experience and combined with the last 10 or 11 years of meditation training, mindfulness training, learning all these tools, I'm starting to connect all the dots myself and see that it all really comes down to our subconscious mind. It comes down to our subconscious because in our day-to-day lives, we are living in this hypnotic kind of cycle that our subconscious creates for us because we think that we're in control. You know, we consciously are doing this, that, or the other. Um, but really, we're living in an illusion most of the time. And this illusion is created by our subconscious, which is just playing programs from what we've experienced very, very early in life, before six years old, and a lot of times even between the ages of zero and two. And you think you're your own person, and you have your own identity, and you create all these things, and you're so in control. But really, we're running a lot of programming from the past. And when you wake up, and you realize that you're actually everything, you are everything. We're all energy. We're all light. We're all energy. We're connected. We're all coming from the same source. We're all here connected. You can tap into that energy and you can change the perception that you have of yourself. And you can pro- that program that into your subconscious. And when you do so, that subconscious pr- reprogramming will change your conscious experience. Now, this may be hard to consume right now so don't worry about this all making complete sense in this moment because that's why i'm making this stuff this first uh, podcast especially i just want to kind of shotgun a lot of this out there at you and just get you thinking about the nature of your reality thinking about the habits that you currently have especially the negative ones thinking about how you can shift those habits into something that's going to be more aligned with a life that's going to make you happy because at the end of the day, I went through all this experience with the Bufo Toad, and I haven't even told you like the the most intense parts of this, which was that for the two and a half weeks afterwards, I was uh, every night when I go to sleep, I would get these visions and I would download all this information, and so a lot of that information, as it as it flowed into me, and I as I wrote it down, and as I started to study it, I started to connect all these other dots, and I realized that um, the nature of our reality should be joyful. That's where I got. That's where I got from all of this. I got to a place where I had all this these intense experiences, and then I just was left blissed out. I was just walking around every day, just super happy with the big dumb grin on my face, just feeling like one of those uh, those monks who go and just sit up in the temples in, in India and just kick it, you know, because they're content. They don't need anything else. And that's how I felt for a while. And then I was like, you know what, though? Like, I'm here. 
I'm here on the earth, so I'm not just meant to just bliss out by myself. What can I do with this new perception I have on life? And I thought, I can share this with people. I can let my voice be a voice that opens up the mind of others so they too can experience a deeper and more richer experience in life. And so um, I know I've been a little bit all over the place sharing these experiences and letting you know what it's been like for me. But the point of this all is that life should be a joyful experience. Life is meant to be enjoyed. You really should be chasing your bliss. And that happens most when you're aligned with what your unique gift is, your purpose. So going forward, um, I will definitely do more storytelling, share more about my experience. If you want to know more personally, uh, you can always hit me up on Instagram at ZenMasterEp. That's Zen Master and then EP. And I'll definitely uh, be happy to share some experiences. Um, but what I'm going to be talking about going forward is, yeah, helping you guys unravel this stuff because it's really beautiful and we have an opportunity to do some special things while we're here on Earth before we go back to wherever we were before we were born, right? So I'll be sharing more consistently here and uh, I look forward to being on this journey with you. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you would like, I do have my guided meditation app that's now available. So that's a great accompany thing to accompany these podcasts, my YouTube videos, other content I put out because you can start to train your mind, train your subconscious mind specifically to live in the present and then start to cultivate that gift of yours by training your mind. So that's all available in the app store. It's in the show notes, um, but you can just search BE colon learn to live in the present. And that's my guided meditation experiences app. It's available now. It's free to get the seven day challenge. And then if you want to lock out, if you want to unlock all the other meditation sessions to help, to help you program your subconscious mind, you can do so uh, by subscribing to the app. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Cheers.